sometimes you can be seen as bossy Mm -hmm. and people don't necessarily like somebody who's bossing them. They want to seem smart. So how can you give value in a way that doesn't say you desperately need this because you're not smart? That is Rachel Miller. I call her the queen of the organic traffic, especially when it comes to Facebook page. You know, we often ask when it comes to Facebook reach. We heard questions like how to increase Facebook post reach without paying too much money on Facebook ads or how to increase the post likes, shares, and comments again without paying Facebook a lot of money. Today, we got an answer for you. Rachel is a lifetime learner, givers of hugs and kisses, one of top 3% of the Christian entrepreneurs as far as I'm concerned when it comes to Facebook marketing. She's also mom and online entrepreneur. She has built several businesses, authored multiple books, one of which sold more than 100,000 copies. She now helps other businesses grow engagement for their brands. She has helped 31 people get their content in front of more than, get this, 10 million people. Okay, today the key lessons is about how she became the queen of organic traffic from a school teacher. Also, the top three mistakes entrepreneurs are doing wrong for their Facebook page and top three pro tips that we can do to increase engagement of our Facebook post reach, her signature bumper sticker method. Also, she shared two very inspiring real-life stories how she changed her clients' lives by teaching what she's sharing with us today. Are you excited? I hope so. Now, let's dive in with Rachel. Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Hello, Rachel. So happy that you are coming to the show. Thank you so much for inviting me, Kelly. I appreciate it. Well, in the introduction, uh, I already tell the, my audience and uh, you know, listeners, depends if they're going to watch or listen to this episode, about how fantastic you are as a business owner and as a result-driven uh, Christian entrepreneur, I would say. Uh, so would you mind, though, maybe you know, give a minute or two, share with us that how did you become now this well-known and also this speaker in the Trevian conversion as a, I call it Facebook page queen. I don't know what is oh. your other nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like to think of myself as an organic traffic strategist because mm. the tactics that I teach people on how to go, how to get more engagement on content with Facebook, they work in other platforms too. It's basically learning how to love your audience, learning how to talk for your audience, giving your audience a voice and using you and your your brand, your platform to do that, and then attracting them to you. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah. So how did you? I mean, I mean your 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 own journey a little bit. Uh, yeah, how did well, you become I, that? I started as a high school teacher, and we had、um, we were expecting our next child, and we realized we couldn't afford daycare and me、um, working as a teacher. So I decided we had become home at that point, but I couldn't be a stay at home mom. I was going crazy. So the, like it wasn't working. I can't work because I have no childcare, but I can't not work because I'm gonna go lose my brain. So、um, my husband said, "Hey, why don't you start a website?" And I did, and it was crazy on、um, just the growth that happened. So I I made webs I grew websites and I grew them to be viral and I created massive amounts of content that would get huge amounts of engagement. But I was just doing that for me, and then、um, somewhere in there it switched, and I think. And I began to realize that if I've got this gift of helping people build audiences, it's not lessening my gift if I share it with others.、Yes. So there was a point where I thought if I told people how to build their own audiences, well, maybe they're going to build one in my niche, and maybe they'll compete with me, and they're going to take my traffic, and then I won't have any traffic. And even if they're like the same niche, literally, guys, I have a, a page that's been named the same name as my major website, but just in a different language. I've had My second viral website, one of my my cat site, I have three students who named their page the same, and then they basically copied the page. And I like, and then I was thinking, well, this is my nightmare. I exactly what I thought. When I'm gonna, if I make a viral thing, then all my students are gonna copy all. Okay, three are gonna <laughs> copy it, and then my, I won't get any traffic. And that's not what happened, though. What、mm-hmm. happened was I actually gained more traffic, and I gained more in rank. It 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 doesn't hurt me to share. So look, I mean, mind you, you still need to be careful with care- trademarks. I'm not saying,、yes. not advocating for anyone to do that to somebody else. But what I'm saying is, there's living a life of of seeing what you have as not your own and something to be given away is、um, helps you actually increase the amount that you get to control and you get to own. So. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's funny.、Uh, today I just went on Facebook Live, and I was just talking about、uh, content marketing. Look at the, in the perspective as a master seed,、mm-hmm. and as we continue to sow seed out there to the valley grounds, then they will come to a tipping point that then you can reap a harvest. So I love. Okay, guys, I gotta say, and this is not a plug for Rachel. She did not pay me to say this though. <laughs> Um, I have recently just invested in her course, and now it's what one module, two module in.、Uh-huh. Um, I just well two days, and I just use what she said about bumper stickers. Well, if you guys don't know what bumper stickers mean, she gonna tell us later. But、uh, I literally see the engagement increase. We are talking about organic reach. We are not talking about the paid、yes. traffic. So.、Yes. Rachel, can you share with us like a top maybe three to five mistakes that entrepreneurs are doing wrong in our Facebook page? I love what you said about the bumper stickers because that I think is the foundation of our pages. And if we can, when I say nail the bumper sticker, you pretty much got it. And like you said, as soon as you make some tweaks to the bumper sticker, you could see improvements almost immediately in the engagement and the reach of your page. And essentially, what the bumper sticker is is wearing a bumper sticker for your readers. So, like, would they put this on their car and drive around saying "I am this"? Would they wear a T-shirt saying "I am this"? If the T-shirt is your name, well, they may not say that because it might feel like they're stealing your shirt.、Mm-hmm. So they may not share on it, they may not comment on it because that's you. That's not who they are. So think: How can this 
be something that says who they are. <laughs> I mean, there was a practical joke where the guy, uh, the girl for her, for her, her significant other spouse, whatever, she vinyl wrapped his car with, I love my wife. Um, I, I love, and then it had her name, excuse me, my wife, but it was her name. I love, and it was like, he's like, I, I can't drive this car. She's like, why not, honey? You love your wife. It's like, I, I can't, I can't drive this thing. You know, I love Molly, you know, like and, and all over town, like this isn't going to work. Just like he felt really, and this was like a viral video, like a practical joke on TV, whatever uh-huh. um, reality TV jokes. Um, anyways, just like he was kind of feeling icky and even a little mad and upset that he had to like now ride around saying somebody else's, I love so-and-so. We, we also don't want to say we are associated with something. We love something. If less, we're really, unless it says who we are. Does that make mm. sense to me? If it's going to have your name on it, it feels a little awkward to someone if they're sharing it sometimes. This doesn't mean having a page with your name is a bad idea. It just means that the rest of your content has to kind of overcompensate. You have to work harder to overcompensate the, 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 that feeling of, I don't know this person and to share them. Now, once you're bigger though, that can change. You can shift it because you've got enough people there that you've got your own community. So it's almost like once you have a party, it's like going to a party and there's, you're, you're sitting at the edge of the bar and you're like bored. Right. Um, and then somebody walks in and they've got like all the people around them. And next thing you know, you kind of want to go talk or linger near their people. Right. Because you see the big crowds happening and you're off by yourself. If you're off by yourself saying, Hey, I got business cards with my name on them. No one's listening, right? But if the person with all the party around them says, I've got business cards with my name on them, you want one, she, you might want take one because you're wondering what's happening over there. So mm-hmm. it's the same type of theory. You want to have, when you're bigger, you're able to morph it and have more of your name and more about your product and more about you. But when you're starting, make sure you're not the guy at the bar saying, hey, everybody, I'm Joe from so it's just like refrigerators. Everyone's like, okay, hi, Joe. <laughs> Everyone walk away from Joe because he's going to try to sell your refrigerator. <laughs> so Rachel, I, I totally get that. I mean, after going through your, uh, so far your course, the thing I know now my audience in their mind, because I know uh, my tribe, they are a lot of them like me is personal brand, right? So mm-hmm. the page, it's literally, it's, yeah, my name. Yeah. My name page, uh, but but literally, I recently just go to change say Kelly Butler for thriving Christian entrepreneurs because mm-hmm. kind of wanted them to you know to the bumper stickers is a thriving Christian entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how you when you say when you get bigger is that there's a number we, we yes 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 when people are uh, um it depends on your page's engagement. Some people start pivoting about 25K, but we, we suggest after 50K, start pivoting your page. If you want a personal brand from, say, um, Christian Entrepreneurs into Kelly Vader. Um, but wait until you have a lot of people at your party before you make that transition. Or if you want to keep it as your name, just make sure that you know it's going to be a little harder to get the ball rolling sometimes and that all the other content has to be about your audience. So that way it's, it's very clear that you're not about you you're about serving them. Okay. 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 So now I have to go back to think then because at the moment we, I only have less than 4,000. Uh, yeah. Well, so. it, don't change it too often. So stick with what you've got. Right. Look at the cover now. Look at the profile. Optimize those. Are those something that talk for your audience? Once they're something that your reader can identify with, then work on the actual content. Are you posting at least three posts 
that are about your readers to every one post that is about you and your product. That way you have three ways to bring them in and you're hopefully only pushing them away with one, you know. So, and then as you grow, you can say, okay, is this working? If, if I need more help, well, maybe it's, I need to, to change the name a little bit. Or maybe I attracted the wrong person and I need to change my targeting a little bit too. Mm-hmm. So do you have other like a one to two common mistakes that normally the business owner may in for their Facebook page? Well, first off is talking about your product all the time. <clears throat> and that product could be you. That product could be a, like a physical product. It could be a mission that you have. But if you're not talking about it from your reader's perspective, it's kind of more like the loudspeaker or more like um, the person trying to like the door-to-door salesman, right? You're, you're telling them about the product, but you're not having a relationship with that person. So my suggestion would be to back up and start that relationship with your audience. That's the number one tip. The number one thing that people goof on is that they don't have a relationship with their readers. Second one is that they're not feeding Facebook. So like Facebook has different rules or not rules. They don't tell you them. They're unwritten rules. Like they don't like to promote YouTube. So they make it really small and make it really hard for you. And sometimes they glitch. Well, if it's doing that guys, it's probably a sign they don't like it. So do something else. (laughs) So like YouTube, bit.ly links or redirect links. They tell you they don't like redirect links, having lots of text. There's uh, using hashtags. There's a lot of things that we do that we don't think about, but they're not helping Facebook as a brand. And if we're not helping Facebook as a brand, Facebook's going to be less likely to give us more traffic and give us more views because we're not, you know, a, a team player, right? Right. So I love how you explain this way. It's really uh, open my eyes. Like cause sometimes we hear the other Facebook strategies out there teaching is about, okay, you need to give value. We need to give value. We need to give value. But what uh, we did not hear. If you give value, sometimes you can be seen as bossy mm-hmm. and people don't necessarily like somebody who's bossing them. They want to seem smart. So how can you give value in a way that doesn't say you desperately need this because you're not smart? And in a way that says, you're so smart, this will just make you a little bit better. Or this is, you're so smart, this is for those other people. So you just let them know about this. So something in a way that makes them, builds them up. Because we always want to edify and build each other up, right? So use your content the same way to kind of give them, put them, your reader on a pedestal. Can you give us some, maybe one live example? Of putting your reader on a pedestal? I'll give you an example of my, um, one of my sites is DIY home site. And I like to do things like how to clean your garbage disposal or how to vacuum your floors better. Well, if my mother tags me in how to vacuum floors better, what is that going to make me feel? Uh, Kyle, everybody knows that your floor is not clean. Exactly. And it'll probably make me kind of mad at my mom. Like, mom, like, why are you telling everybody my floors are dirty? Like, (laughs) I comment on it. Well, now people know that I'm engaging with something about my floors being dirty. So Mm -hmm. instead, say... 10 tips to make your floors clean themselves mm. or 10 tips, your floors, um, to, to, to keep your floors clean longer. Um, so there's ways you can do this that assumes, Oh, your floors are already clean. You're just going to keep them clean longer. Mm-hmm. So you're assuming the best of your readers. Yeah. So edifying and in the mm-hmm. positive side of the, um, encouragement basically. Yes. Yes. Okay. Then what is your thoughts on for the, to boost the, the post, is that help? It does help if you're not cannibalizing your own audience. So a lot of times the lazy boost, mes- lazy boost method 
it will send the content out to your existing audience. The problem with that is they're already getting your feed, hopefully organically. So you don't want to pay too much for them to see your content. Instead, use the paid post engagement ads. Sorry, guys, my mouth is just whatever. Um, the post engagement ads inside of Facebook, they act like a boost in the, the feed, but at the same time, you can choose to exclude your current fans. This means when the money goes out, it doesn't target your existing audience. Okay, so basically, it's sometimes Facebook, of course, again, Facebook, they, they are businesses and they need to make a profit. They yes. give a very convenient button, say, boost the post. Uh-huh. But then, uh, yeah, it's as a business owner, I still need to watch out that when you, you choose that option, then you need to choose your audience. Yes, you want to make, well, even when you choose the audience when you boost, it's choosing the audience of your fans because you can't exclude your fans with that blue button. So instead, go into your ads manager, choose the audience, and remember to exclude your fans whenever you're doing a post engagement ad. Here we go, guys. That is a one golden tip right there. So, Rachel, that, um, after you help so many entrepreneurs, uh, you know, whether it's, I mean, majorly build their or build up their audience, either for through Facebook um, strategies or the website and virals, all those things. What would be, let's say, what is your one of your garden MBA moments? The moment that you realize your business is way beyond just a transaction. Oh, well, I mean, we have one of my, can I tell you two? Is that okay? Of course. We love stories. Oh, I do too. One of my first ones was Wendy and she was literally probably three weeks into making the course. Like, I don't think I even had the course finished yet. Maybe I just had it finished. And she um, listened to me and the part where I said how to make an ad. And so she knew about the bumper sticker and she knew about making ads and she was a t-shirt designer. So she's like, okay, I heard this news article. And in the news article, it sounded like something I would wear on a bumper sticker or a t-shirt. So I'm going to make a t-shirt that says this and I'm going to put it on an ad. And literally while we're watching, she's watching the video, she made the ad along with the video. She's like, it didn't take me but 15 minutes. So she makes the ad along with the video and then she left and she, um, that night she earned $500 in revenue, in profit just that night from the t-shirt. And she ended up making several thousand off of it, that t-shirt sales that whole month. And it was number 11 in all women's shirts being sold on Amazon. So um, for several days in a row. So she did that and she, she, made, she, she took her family on her first vacation since her divorce. So she had been divorced for a couple of years and she couldn't afford vacations. And she's like, Rachel, I just want you to know my kids and I went on our first family vacation in years, like half a decade because of you, because we... We, we had money to do that. And I, I paid off part of it towards the car payment. And then the rest, I was like, you know what? We haven't had a vacation. Let's do this kids. And I was like, that's really cool. That one Facebook ad can basically help someone go on vacation. And I didn't teach anything enlightening guys. I just walked through, she knew the bumper sticker stuff, which is basically talk for your readers. And then she made a po- an ad with that. And guys, the, the, the ad strategy, the class that I talk is like the same ad talk that you can get in Blueprint for free. So just go to Facebook Blueprint and say how to make my first ad and Facebook will tell you how to make your first ad. So once you can nail that bumper sticker like Wendy did um, and then just put it into an ad, that's, she put, I think, $5 on it. And it was so exciting to see what happened as a result. Here we go. That's a real ripple effect we are talking about here. 
Yeah. Another one, because I know you said that you have a lot of personal brands in here. <laughs> Another one is David Murphy. He is such a, he's one of those like sweethearts of a guy. I mean, like he, he's a, he's became a stay-at-home dad. He's, uh, he's probably, I, I don't know how old he's, I don't know, I was going to tell you how old I am, but that's not like appropriate, it's not even relevant, okay? But my point is, his sister, who is in her 40s, um, was in a care facility, and he realized that the care facility wasn't a good placement home for her. Mm. And so he decided to become a stay-at-home dad and pull his ret- uh, mentally retarded um, sister out of the care facility and raise her as her father, um, as, as a as a guy and his older sister, he's now there home with him. And it's beautiful to see, um, his heart for his family. I mean, and, and heart for his family in great adversity, you know, that it's not easy to care for someone who is permanently six and seven, but in an adult body. Right. So, um, so anyways, he made a food blog and he has a food blog. And as he was growing his food blog, he was doing comfort food. Now guys, this is just the same thing we were talking about before about being the bumper sticker. He was focusing on like his, his he was focusing on like too many different things. And what he did is he realized that his audience really liked two types of food for him. So once he narrowed his blog his website down, his page from being about all food to being about just these two very tiny categories, he went from being kind of a no name um not making very much money blogger to becoming a personality. And now he's got a TV, uh, he's got reality TV shows talking to him. He's got uh, a book deal that he's in the process of negotiating. He's got, he's had like three or four TV appearances in two and a half months. He's been featured on like massive, massive websites. He exploded his audience. Um, he gets like thousands on his page every single day. And he went from not having that traffic to having that traffic. And the thing is, he did that because he focused on his readers and the two things that they wanted from him. So if he, he would not, if he kept going what he was before, which was talking about himself and talking about all food, he would have never become the brand he is today. He stopped talking about himself and he started talking just about the two types of food that they wanted to talk about. Next thing you know, he exploded. And then once he exploded, he's like, okay, guys, this is a little bit about me. And now he's a personal brand. So just thinking, if you can focus on your readers first, it's amazing what that will do for you because your readers will fall in love with you because you're talking for them um, and then they'll support you. Going back to that cocktail party example, it's when you go up to someone, hi, I see you're drinking this or I see you're, you know, you make them talk about themselves first and then you go into the spiel of, hey, I think you should get to know me. And does that make sense? You want to start with the other person. Yeah, I mean, you make so much sense, Rachel. I think because again, I'm in your course, so I know you you mentioned, but I think he's the uh, most famous one. He's Instant Pop, right? He, he does Instant Pop wine and Instant Pop Weight Watchers. Those yeah. are the only, and he used to be all crockpot, all comfort food. So he'd do like cornbread and green beans, and but now it's just Instant Pop White Weight Watchers and just Instant Pop wine. That's it. It's so fun to see him explode. So this actually. It's a perfect example that because uh, uh, for years I, when I'm working with clients, the one of the common mistake in struggles is they are so afraid to narrow it down. Yes, because they're afraid that okay, if I narrow it down, then I lose all other traffic. But mm-hmm. actually, when you narrow it down, like David now, and so it's easier be a 
let's say big fish in a smaller pound. And mm-hmm. then after you you got it, you always can then extend further. Yes. yes, definitely. If you start small, like they say the niches are the riches are in the niches. If you can start small and tighten your niche, then once you're bigger, you can always add more content or add more diversity into your content. But it's definitely starting to attract those people right what they're looking for and just giving them that will help you grow the fastest. Right. So if you are personal brand, just like I am, that, you know, uh, think about that, what is the top couple, the, the top needs that for your audience, and maybe just, you know, focus on one or two of those needs to yes. get started with in your Facebook page and give a try, see how I go. You've done that with entrepreneurs that are Christians. I don't know too many marketing for entrepreneurs, entrepreneur Christian groups that are out there. So I love that you created this community for, for us. Oh, thank you. Rachel, thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. And where people can find you, I'm, I'm sure I'll put all everything in the show notes, but tell us where we can find you. I'm a Moolah Marketer on Facebook. That's my Facebook page. And you can find me in my Facebook group, giving tips and advice. Um, it's Facebook page strategies. Okay, awesome. Thank, thank you, you so much again, Rachel. Have a great day. Thank you. Wow, what an episode. Have you jotted down all the golden nuggets that Rachel shared with us? If not, don't worry. The link is kellyballer.com forward slash 062. Again, that's kellyballer.com forward slash 062. Now, don't go away yet. Today, I want to share something very special with you. It's very rare that I do in-person workshop, but I decided to do one in 2019. So the location is in San Diego and the date is March 19, 2019, just one day before social media marketing world. And it is a very, very special workshop because in this workshop, we're going to map out all your ecosystem and help you to streamline or scale up your business in that very focused one day. And guess what? We're going to hang out in a very beautiful location in a Marriott Hotel in San Diego. We're going to have a beautiful lunch together and two coffee breaks. And it's a very, very small group. It's only up to 10 or 12 people in that room. So if you are one of those Christian entrepreneurs and you know you want to shine bright in 2019, please check it out at kellybutler.com forward slash workshop. All the goodies there and the price is a no-brainer because the purpose of that workshop is not really to make profit for me, but the purpose of that workshop, one, is because obedience, God says so. Two, is it because I really want to uh, help the people facing face and really understand in much deeper level that how can we get this marketplace revival going, okay? So check it out. It's kellybother.com forward slash workshop. I hope to see you there. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment and drop a review on iTunes? It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. 
please go to kellybala.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellybala.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com.